0: I got a minor teaser today. Someone kinda of returned for a little small cameo, which I really appreciate. Anyway, welcome to the Saint Canar Files, the Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana and
1: I'm Mike Russo and this looks like a job for Darkwing Dad.
0: <laughs> How's it going Mike? You doing alright, man?
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm doing good. How are you doing, Will?
0: I'm pretty good. Feeling a lot better. The dry cough is still there, but it's nowhere near as bad like it was the previous week or a couple of days ago when we recorded the last episode. Got so you. I'm doing a lot better, man. Uh, the house is working. We got a new dishwasher. <laughs> so yeah, I ain't got to bust no suds by hand no more. So that's a, that's a good thing, you know, just cooking and yeah, me too, man. I Dish- hate <laughs> doing dishes. <laughs> uh, uh, it's always been a pet peeve. of mine. I hate dishes. Um, uh, but, man, um, this is way off Darkwing subject really quick. I just have to share this with everybody, man. Um, uh, Mike, you already aware that I'm an assistant coach for my daughter's soccer team. Yeah. And her soccer team, um, they had a game this weekend, and it was against her old team. Well, it's not really her full old team, but a couple players from her old team went to this other team, and then she and a few of our other teammates went to a new team. So it was like they kind of split up a little bit. Uh-huh. And the head coach of the team – uh, he couldn't make it he was out of town he well, actually he left the country so he said will i need you to step up and be the head coach uh but my daughter won't be there either so i'm thinking we're gonna just have nine instead of our full 10 and they play five on five i'm trying to talk quick uh because so we can get the dark <laughs> week. <wing. laughs> um but anyway uh the only six players showed up for a five on five game so i only had one sub And I'm telling you, Mike, this was the greatest game I ever had to coach. The final score was four to three. And like we jumped off to a two 0 lead. They score Mm -hmm. one. We score one. They score one. We score one. They score. It was going so back and forth. And like they were hitting shots that hit the post didn't go in. We had a ball literally stop on the goal line, did not cross. It It stopped right there. It didn't go across through and they kicked the ball out. Like, it was just nice. such a wild game. And because we had six players, I could tell my my girls, they were exhausted with, like, four or five minutes left. They were cramping. They were holding their stomach. They had their hands on their <laughs> knee. They were just – they were done. They were fatigued out, you know. So just me thinking strategy, I told the girls, whenever the ball gets close to you, kick the ball out of bounds as far as you can because the other team will have to go fetch it you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we were working the clock like that, and you could see, like, their coaches were getting irritated, like, they started chasing the balls down, and we were kicking the ball out, but, hey, the clock was running, they were getting a break, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so, it it, it worked, and the girls won, so I'm proud of them, I got my first win, my first game coaching as a head coach, it was so cool, It's so exciting, my daughter scored the first goal of the game, it was great, man, but all right, enough about soccer. <laughs>
1: every every time you say you're going to say something that's far off Darkwing, I always mentally prepare myself for a sports story. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I love sports, man. But uh, as far as Darkwing, before we get into this episode, you know, this is not an episode we have a lot to say. So I figured, Mike, people yeah. collect different Darkwing things. You know, um, Stan is kind of like all over the place with Darkwing stuff. Uh, I know Michelle's into the more of the plushies and the comics. Um Bill seems to be more into the figures. Yeah. He has, a, I've yeah, he has that. a yeah, he's very big into the figures. And like even if it's a McDonald's figure, playmates figure, Funko figures, he's after it, you know?
1: Especially a lot of the rarer stuff. Like he's
0: collecting like gummy bear plushies, which I didn't even know existed. <laughs> um, we you I really don't have a strong pinpoint. You're kind of all over the place, man. Uh you're very passionate and knowledgeable about the comics, but yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't throw that out as far as you collecting playmates and random Darkwing stuff, man. You're you're really all over the place. Um, what don't you have that you're really pursuing, um, or you would like to pursue?
1: But I like to, yeah. It's all about, you know, it's all about money. Um, mm-hmm. I like to get the last handful of mystery minis I never got. Like I don't have Morgana. Okay. So one of these days I like to get that. And I always say I want to pick up the Marvel uh, issues, but what stops me from doing that is issue 10. Number
0: 10, that's the <laughs> that's pain in the butt.
1: That's the real pain in the butt, yeah. So I know I can get everything else cheaper, but then then it comes down to that one, and it's like, I don't want to deal with that. That's why you know, I don't have any of them.
0: This is just a recommendation for you as far as the Marvel set. I would just focus on number 10 and just wait till you see an affordable price, a fair price, a good price. Get number 10. And that one, I, and because yeah. yep, that's what my friend did he wanted a full super nintendo oh not super nintendo uh nintendo 64 library he wanted the whole wow. set and he went after the grandmother of all i think it's called um uh, i don't know the the first title but it's it's a clay fighters game but it's like a very special edition that was only a blockbuster release or something like you could oh, only win it Lord, he Lord. got that one which was the holy grail for nintendo 64 games and once he got that one, he said, dude, it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, I used to do that kind of thing with Godzilla collectibles. I'd go for, like, the hardest stuff to find first, and I would work backwards.
0: Yeah, because once you get that hard one away, the rest come easy, man. Um, mm-hmm. So that's my recommendation. As far as the meanies, are you just going for the Darkwing ones, or are you going for the whole Disney afternoon? No, just-,
1: just, just Darkwing ones.
0: Just I, Darkwing? Used
1: to ha- I used to have other Disney afternoon ones, but I gave all of those to my daughter.
0: Okay, um, I think the main thing I was focused on was uh, Dangerous Currency for quite a while. Um, I I don't have the whole book version, the one with the whole book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I got them in the the four separate Boom editions, which I, I'm 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 content with it. You know, I'm not mad about it. I would prefer the other way, but I'm I'm not paying a hundred fifty plus for it. I'm not so doing how it. How
1: did me. how much how did the um the individual issues work out price wise?
0: Uh, price wise, I paid fifty two for all four. That's not bad. Yeah, I think I paid twenty for the two Ducktales. Uh, one of the Dark Wings I paid like fifteen, and then the mm-hmm. other Dark was like uh, maybe twenty.
1: That's that's not terrible.
0: Yeah, so yeah, so it was about fifty two with the shipping and everything. I I, had, I did the math, so my numbers are off right now. What I said individually for them, but um, the total was fifty two bucks for all. You four. still
1: did better than buying Dangerous Currency as one collection,
0: regardless. Yeah. Uh, I know Stan really wants the Darkwing TurboGrafx game. His problem is getting a TurboGrafx, man. Those things are very expensive. And if you don't know anything about the TurboGrafx, you could go down the wrong path. I can, I can warn you guys now, um, watch our TurboGrafx uh, video and then uh, right. go to our Facebook page and we get more in depth about the Turbo Graphics. If you have no knowledge of the TurboGrafx, um I'm telling you, warning you guys now, you could go down the wrong path if you just go buy Darkwing, the video game, and then buy Turbo like it. <laughs> I
1: feel like if I was pursuing that game, it would literally, literally just be to have it. I wouldn't ever play it, so I wouldn't need a system. I would just want it to own it because clearly the game isn't really worth playing
0: in the first place. <laughs> it's not. It's so bad. Um. Off the wall, something I would love to collect, but I haven't been searching. You showed it to me one time, and I've never seen it again. Is right, that Darkwing Snow Globe?
1: Oh, that's that's a beauty. Oh my God, I want
0: that thing so bad.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it on I haven't seen that one on eBay in years. Yeah. I don't know what it would go for if it actually popped up. Honestly, if I could get anything, I would love to get some production art from the show, like an actual production cell or a drawing mm-hmm. from the show. Like that would be nice. I'd love to get something like that
0: okay is, is there any autographs from the cast or production or crew members that you would really like that you don't have right now um
1: i'd like to get a drawing from tad at some point
0: mm-hmm.
1: that would be nice
0: okay uh i would say for the from the cast i really want um well not well i guess you were putting more production is tad i don't have a tad's autograph yet and uh for the comic guys, I got to get Aaron Sparrow. This is killing me, man.
1: <laughs> well, it's... if
0: there were more conventions out there, it would be a
1: lot easier. But, you know, this is just – it is what it is now.
0: Yeah, man. All right, man, but uh, enough rambling, Mike, man. Let's go ahead and get into this episode. What's this episode called today?
1: The Incredible Bulk. And no points for getting what that's a reference to,
0: right? Yeah, if, if you don't know what that is, uh I don't know where you've been for the last – Thirty. Well, how how long D W's been out now? Twenty nine years. Yeah. Or or if you've never seen a Marvel movie or ever heard of Stan Lee, um, <laughs> one let's of the move most on.
1: iconic superheroes of all time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there is one Hulk movie that I can't stand, though, man. Uh, it was the one where they were like in San Francisco. Uh,
1: oh God.
0: Is it the not, Ang Lee not, one? Uh, it's not the one that had uh, Edward Norton. The other one before that one. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh God, that movie was terrible. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, Mike, let's get into this episode. What's our production yep. air date ordered?
1: Okay, so this one aired uh, Wednesday, February 12th, 1992. And it was 58th by production number. Ooh. And um, our story editor is Tom Minton. This is his second to last episode. Ooh. And our writer is Gary Sperling. This is his last episode. Interesting thing about Gary Sperling, I think I mentioned it before, he only did about four episodes. I don't think any of his episodes are classics, Mm -hmm. but it's funny. He worked with, like, four major villains, and each episode turned out okay. He did Revolution in Home Appliances with Megavolt, and that one was okay, right? Yeah. Um, He did Slaves to Fashions with Tuscanini, and, you know, that one was okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, He did um, Going Nowhere Fast with Negaduck. That one was pretty good. I think that might be his best one.
0: Yeah. So he and doesn't have any bad ones then?
1: No, no bad ones. His episodes range from good to watchable. None of them are bad, but none of them are classics either.
0: No, nah, okay. Okay, and so he he kind of has like filler episodes then.
1: Yeah, nothing I would put like anywhere higher than mid-second mid tier. I wouldn't put any okay. of them higher than that. This one's all right. Like he said, it doesn't give us much to talk about. But it's a fun, it's an OK episode. It's it's no masterpiece, but it's enjoyable. All
0: right, Mike, I'm going to apologize to our audience now if we kind of brush through this one, because I'm more excited about the next one. Oh, I'm God,
1: excited, I'm excited <laughs> for the next three episodes. So this one's <laughs> kind of the prelude to all of that.
0: OK, OK. All right. But we're not going to disrespect this episode. We will. We'll, we'll do it justice. I think so.
1: It's fruit. We can't be too mean to him. All right, and who's our animator today? It's Sunwoo again. Um, Sunwoo There, Nothing really stands out in this one for me. How about you?
0: One scene, but nothing spectacular. Like you said, there was one scene I did like, but it was not the one usually, oh, I can't wait to tell Mike about this scene. Uh, It was just the episode when, uh, not the episode, but the scene when um, Bushroot and uh, the guy I want to mention who has a cameo, but I don't want to say his name yet, uh they're running in the woods and i like the way their hair and stuff was going back and all right one... okay
1: yeah, i, yeah, I yeah, yeah. i'm visualizing that right now but yeah, there's yeah. nothing where it's like like the dream sequence from the last episode we oh, did no, like that stood no. out <laughs> nothing <laughs> like that nothing like that but yeah, it's yeah, competent yeah. it's like it's late it's late late sunwoo it's fine it's nothing amazing but it's fine
0: yeah all right so let's get into this plot man we got yep. Goss. She she's complaining about her science project and where are they at mike an arboretum. Arboretum. And uh, it's a drag to her. And, of course, Drake is just bored out of his mind. He's yawning. He, and, he, uh,
1: won't, he won't tell anybody that, though. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. You know, yeah, and Gaza, she's she's a little disappointed that her original science project didn't get approved by Mr. Avery.
1: No, what it, Honker says, um,
0: squids and plutonium don't mix. <laughs> I don't know why. Every time I hear plutonium, I think of Back to the Future.
1: Yeah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> And um, we it kind of sets up the theme of this episode right away, when Darkwing kind of comes in and gives this whole speech about how the power of Darkwing Duck is his keen intellect and powers of deduction. This episode leans on a very brains-before-brawn moral, kind of, and it's yeah. really hammering it in right away.
0: Yeah, and Drake is trying to fake it, too, like he's interested in saying, like you know, the he's trying to show her the value of education when you can tell he's bored out of his mind as well.
1: But when Gosling <laughs> complains, this is when he says, this looks like a job for Darkwing Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but then we
0: get our villain. He already makes an introduction, Mike.
1: Yeah, Bushroot did not wait this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes into a, I don't know what kind of room it is. I guess it's just like a special little um, science room inside the Arboretum, Um he enters. He actually has a funny entrance line. It's, it's really lame, but he walks in. He goes, "Name: Reginald Bushroot. Occupation: Plant
0: Manager." <laughs> <laughs> but then Mike, I, I get a good friend of mine that makes a cameo who pops up. Who's oh, that? Oh, I
1: miss I miss this guy. Uh, this is Spike's first appearance since Night of the Living Spud.
0: Wow, it's been that long. Is that why I was that that excited when I saw him? Yeah, we recorded that <laughs> one when in
1: September of 2019. So oh, wow. we haven't talked about him in a very, very long time.
0: I love Spike, man. He's hilarious, man.
1: But unfortunately <laughs> for poor Spike, he's a very tiny version of himself because one of Bushroo's yeah. experiments went wrong, and now he's all tiny and puny and pathetic, and I feel bad
0: for him. Yeah, but you still got to enjoy Spike, though. The, come on, Spike. Yeah. I love Spike. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, Bushroot has a new fertilizer. Uh, He wants to use it to help Spike grow, but Spike ain't feeling it. (laughs) Well,
1: I don't know about you, but the label says it will cause your plants to grow like crazy or kill them instantly. And, (laughs) yeah, I wouldn't try that if I was Spike. Spike wants
0: nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. He ain't feeling it one bit. (laughs) I don't blame (laughs) him. But then uh, Drake hears somebody, doesn't he? Yes,
1: yes, he does hear somebody, but before Drake hears somebody, Bushroot decides to prove to Spike the fertilizer's harmless and test it out on the daisy. Mm-hmm. What do we get? We get a
0: super daisy. <laughs> yeah,
1: Bushroot calls him a regular Arnold Oleander. So that's obviously a Schwarzenegger reference there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's when Drake hears him going on about the plant.
0: Yep, and then he turns into...
1: Yeah, we get Darkwing right away, and we get a Darkwing line. He says, I am the weed whacker in the garden of evil. Yep.
0: Yep. And then Bushroot sends Daisy after him.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's Darkwing saying, you know, good thing uh, plants are so harmless that Daisy (laughs) grabs a rake and starts spinning it. Um, I like the Daisy design, though. It's very simple, but Mm -hmm. I love his surly-looking face with, like, the prominent brows. You don't see his eyes. He just looks angry all the time. Yeah. I do like the Daisy design. Um, okay. Okay. So
0: then you did like something about the
1: animation? Okay. Yeah. Well, this is more of like a, a design standpoint. Design. Okay. Not, not really much of the animation. The animation's fine. The design itself is cool. Um, okay. And then Darkwing starts getting his butt kicked.
0: Oh, he gets his brains beat out of him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. This is a very strong plant.
0: Yeah. And the plant captures Honk, Gauze, and LP at the same time.
1: Yes, but luckily Goslin and Honker grab some weed killer. And they managed to escape that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But poor Darwin has a head shoved in a flower pot.
0: Yeah. And this is when he realized he wants to get in shape, man.
1: Yeah, he was he just had the crap beaten out of him by a daisy. That's pretty embarrassing. So yeah, he <laughs> wants to get himself into shape. Yeah. And who's training him? Goslin is. So we started like a little bit of a training montage up in the hideout. And the running gag is that launch pad, he just likes to eat.
0: Yeah. This this scene is pretty funny though. You know, yeah, there's regardless. Some funny of, gags here. Yeah, there's some gags, you know, LP's chowing down, DW's working out. Uh I felt bad for DW during the sit ups though, man. God, I had to be painful. <laughs> I,
1: I don't I don't exactly get what happens though. He tries to do a sit up and then weights
0: randomly fall on his lap. Yeah, and he couldn't he couldn't do any more sit ups It was like five of them that landed on him.
1: <laughs> and then you see Launchpad with a giant band aid. I didn't <laughs> get like, that part. I don't know either. It's like so. It's like weird for the sake of being weird. There's no reason for the weights to drop on him, and then you see Launchpad with a giant Band-Aid. Like this little <laughs> this thing is literally as big as Darkwing. He's holding a giant bandaid. Um, then there's a scene with a um with a punching bag, and mm-hmm. Darkwing ends up hitting. No, it's really just Drake. He ends up hitting himself in the face with it, mm-hmm. and um he does get into pretty good shape though when all is said oh, and yeah. done. Like he's he doing one-handed push-ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, yeah. He definitely got in shape, man. Uh, but then a funny thing happens. Uh, Honker is examining the fertilizer and Mm-mm. he notices how strong it is.
1: Yeah. Honker says the fertilizer is really strong. And Drake goes, well, plug your nose and forget about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then Honker kind of like gives him a plan. And, but DW repeats the plan. And, of course like, he does. And takes credit like it was his own plan. <laughs> I wonder if he'd go back to the Arboretum.
1: Yeah, that's, he steals Honker's idea. Yeah. <laughs> man, poor Honk, man. He never gets credit. No, no. This isn't one of Honker's best episodes, but he gets
0: a few c- cute scenes here and there. Yeah, so we return to the Arboretum, and DW gets his rematch with Daisy right away.
1: Yes, as soon as Bushroot enters, Darkwing and Launchpad jump out of flower pots and just strike their karate poses. Mm-hmm. The animation in this scene is my favorite in the episode. It's nothing amazing, but uh, uh, some of the drawings are pretty cool. I do like this scene when Darkwing's, you know, striking poses, swinging the mm-hmm. karate chops, hitting Launchpad, and the, he has a flower in his head. He, he swipes at it. Um, initially, actually, Darkwing beats up the Daisy really fast.
0: Yeah, so he he won the—well, re- I don't want to say rematch. He won round two because we're about to have a round three.
1: Yeah, until Bushroot gives the Daisy more fertilizer, and the Daisy gets even bigger. Yeah,
0: so Daisy wins round
1: three. <laughs> yeah, Darkwing he rolls up his sleeves. He goes, "No matter. The bigger they are, the harder they." And then the Daisy starts to pile drive him into the ground. And yeah. <laughs> Darkwing's like pounds me into the ground. Um, again, he gets his butt kicked.
0: Yeah, but then Honker warns him how the fertilizer isn't stable. But DW don't care. He's not hearing Honker right now.
1: Yeah, as soon as Honk, as soon as he hears Honker mention that um, it increases the strength of living cells in, in organisms, yeah, that's all he needs to hear. He grabs the fertilizer and drinks the entire bottle.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Like, we didn't
1: see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the second Honker says it's unstable, you kind of know where this story's going to go. Yeah. Like, you do. You, you know it. All you can really do at this point is wait for something to go wrong, because mm-hmm. you you know it's gonna go wrong. Yeah, um, it, it, but not, it takes but not a second.
0: Right yeah, it takes a second for it to even kick in though. But you know when it does kick in, he he's large, he's strong, and he he feels invincible. Yeah, he's he's super buff. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of just, funny how they made him buff. His legs were still like chicken legs, but he, his. From the waist up, he was so swole. <laughs> same,
1: same size head, same size legs. Everything else yeah. is huge. Um, <laughs> he, he juggles Launchpad, the Rat Catcher, and the Thunderquack, and ruins all of his transportation.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, then he and this, jumps out the window. <laughs>
0: yeah, he, he lands in the on the bridge, man. <laughs>
1: I, I like, um, it goes to commercial when he jumps out the window. And then when it comes back from commercial, you see Launchpad looking out the window. And he goes, don't worry, he's still falling. <laughs> <laughs> he was following the entire commercial break, oh yeah, yeah, he lands on the bridge he 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 destroys the bridge, doesn't hurt himself.
0: Mm-hmm. He's fine, yeah, but honkers back in the lab, he's experimenting on something,
1: yeah, he gave the rats some of the fertilizer. We see them working out in cages. they have muscle shirts and sunglasses.
0: Man, it looked like a prison scene because they were in the cages. They were lifting weights and stuff. It does. <laughs> That's how I
1: looked at it. <laughs> Something terrible is going to happen to these poor rats in a few minutes, and we'll get there. Mm. Um, so Darkwing's marching around the city trying to find Bushroot. He decides to do it simply by tearing buildings off their foundations and looking inside of them.
0: Yeah, he said door to door, but he was going building to building, like lifting them up, literally. <laughs> yeah, he scares a woman who's taking a bath. Uh, then we get Bushroot. He's grooming Daisy, and he right. he's, he creates an army of daisies, too.
1: Yeah, three smaller ones. They aren't as big as the main one, but to Bushroot, they're his family. He says, you know, now I have a family and someone
0: to do my dirty work. Yeah, you could tell Spike still ain't feeling it. He's starting to get jealous now.
1: Oh, Spike is so jealous, but not just that. Bushroot is not treating Spike very nicely. Like, the second that he gets the big daisy, he's mm-hmm. neglecting Spike. Yeah. Like, Bushroot's... Yeah, Bushwood's a bit of an insensitive jerk in this one. He has no idea how much Spike, you know, how much he does for him. He's really neglecting him in this episode.
0: Yeah, but then we get a cut scene, and um, they're at a tea factory. Now, Mike, I should have asked you this before we got on air. Um, Do we have new voice actors or repeating voice actors for the guys in the tea factory?
1: One of them
0: sounds like Terry.
1: Okay. And Danny Mann, the voice of Jay Gander Hooter, is in the credits. The only other male voice in this episode is the other factory worker, so it's got to be him. The one with the deeper English accent and the hair over his face, I think that's Mm -hmm. Danny Mann. And I believe the other one is Terry because it sounds like a British launch pad, but a little bit higher pitched. Okay. That's who I think they are.
0: Yeah, I should have asked you this before we got on air because I, I remember there there was the, those guys that they, they were in the factory, and they they love their job. It's peaceful, it's quiet, it's easy. They weren't really doing anything. They were the machines were doing all the work.
1: Yeah, they just they enjoy a very peaceful job of stuffing tea leaves into little
0: bags. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: That sounds like a but pretty peaceful it, it,
0: job. Yeah, and then um, it doesn't get so peaceful anymore though. No,
1: Bushroot and the plant show up and take over the tea factory. Mm. And uh, so meanwhile, Darkwing and Launchpad are still searching for Bushroot. Um, Launchpad Mm. throws out an entrance line. So we get two of them in this episode. Uh, Launchpad says, I am the snail that wastes all your leaves. And he's pretty proud of that one. (laughs) And Darkwing Mm. sees the trail of dirt heading into the tea factory. So he knows exactly what's going on and he goes after them.
0: Yeah, is this when we get the cutscene
1: of Honker with the rats? Yeah, this is when we get the cutscene of the rats. Um, so yeah, Honker shows Goslin the rats. Uh, the first one's muscles drop into his stomach, which is just cartoony, whatever. The second one, what happens
0: to the second one? Uh, the second one, his his head, like man, it grew huge. Like that one episode, what was it called? Um, Oh,
1: um, Heavy Mental.
0: Heavy mantle, yeah. But the his way it's head, like...
1: drawn, it looks like his brain exploded. <laughs> and he falls over to the ground. Is this rat dead?
0: I don't know, man, but it looked really weird. <laughs> it's very morbid.
1: Yeah. And um, and Honker says, um, you know, your dad had this stuff. Just imagine what'll happen to him. So already mm-hmm. in your mind, you're like, okay, what's going to happen to Darkwing? This is about to get really silly. You know oh, it's yeah. gonna get. You know this is gonna get ridiculous very fast.
0: But then uh, DW and LP show up and we get round four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get and round uh, four now.
1: He picks off the little daisies. Really, they jump on him. He just picks them all off. He does the "she loves me, she loves me not" thing. He throws them aside. And then the big one comes after him. And
0: Will, tell me what happens to Darkwing now. Oh, the instability kicks in. His feet grows big. His hand grows big. He's like all over the place. Like, it's just so unstable. I do like what happens when his feet grow big. He
1: is so big, he can't actually fall to the floor. So (laughs) the small daisies are punching him like, you know, like a punching bag, like one of those clown punching bags. And he Mm -hmm. won't go down. He just keeps going back up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're (laughs) laughing and they're punching him. And his feet are so huge. It's a funny yeah. visual. I think it's like one of my favorite
0: visual bits in this episode. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, yeah, but they, but D.W. loses the fight, uh, or at least this round, and uh, him and LP, they get put in tea bags.
1: Right, right. So um, this is uh, another one of those instances where we have this gigantic version of an everyday appliance. <laughs> you know, like the giant mop ringer, the giant vacuum cleaner, the giant alarm clock. Now we have a giant tea kettle. Mm-hmm. And they're being hung over a, a teacup and when the kettle whistles, it's going to pour boiling hot water into the cup and basically boil him to death.
0: But as always, the villain leaves before the job's unfinished.
1: Well, he kind of <laughs> has a good reason to. At least yeah. they it's not a good reason but they explain it that the three mm-hmm. daisies run off and bushroot runs after them. Yeah. But we but see Spike, Spike. Yeah, Spike. Yeah. <laughs> Spike comes through, man. He comes through for DW. He's so jealous, he actually tries to save them. Mhm. Um he almost does it, but Bushrue calls for him. So he manages to free Darkwing at least.
0: Yeah, and then Darkwing can save uh LP, but he saves them on accident. <laughs> yeah, but yeah,
1: cuz what happens to Darkwing now?
0: He, I don't know what those things are called, but he turned into like a his his stomach got really huge and he like rolled over. And it knocks yeah. over the teacup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, poor Darkwing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he knocks over the teacup with shatters, and Darkwing has to pull his swollen body out of the wreckage of all the teacup before they get boiled alive, mm-hmm. uh, which he does. And we get this really quick scene with Goslin and Honker wearing, um, you know, but they're, they're on their skateboards. Honker is very uneasy on a skateboard. It's cute, though, he's trying. Mm-hmm. And. Goslin asks them if he's sure the antidote he created would work. Honker just goes, um,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but then we get the scene to the woods and, um. It's, the, it's, the a par- da- it's, it, it's a park. Oh, okay. It's a park. And it, a daisy, the daisies are on the swing set and uh, LP and um, Darkwing, they sneak up on them and they, they plant them.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love when Launchpad asks Darkwing, you know, uh, what's the plan? And Darkwing starts to ramble. He goes, the plan? That's right. I make plans. I outwit opponents. I am the shrewd terror that I smarts in the night. <laughs> and then you look down, he has the gigantic hand. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they, they pull you know, little daisies off the swing sets and plant them. So they're done. We're not going to see these dais. Little little guys are done. They're, they're defeated. Yeah, but um, now we
0: get the final battle between Daisy and Darkwing. They finally got the uh,
1: Duke it out. <laughs> this is this. Uh, – I'll be honest. The climax is incredibly similar to Planet of the Capes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely. I, I like this episode more, but I actually think that episode did a little bit better. Uh, but this is still fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Darkwing's beak grows very large and immobilizes him pretty much. He can't move. But then Goslin shows up, throws a vial of fer- fertilizer right at his head. And then we basically get what happened in Planet of the Capes. Darkwing and the Daisy keep just growing larger and larger and going back and forth. Daisy gets larger. Darkwing gets larger. And Mm -hmm. it goes back and forth like that for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to point out Launchpad's an idiot in this episode, in my opinion, at the end here. Because he's hanging from a tree. He has the fertilizer. He calls Darkwing over. Darkwing runs away, and then for absolutely no reason, Launchpad... He throws it the opposite
0: way. <laughs>
1: yeah, Launchpad can see what he's doing. He throws it at the daisy anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, really, Launchpad? You're not that stupid. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, now the daisy is huge, and Darkwing cannot possibly fight this daisy. Even though mm-hmm. Darkwing's bigger, he's about half the size of the daisy. Uh, what happens next, Will?
0: There's a bee. The bee yeah. flying around Darkwing, and he gets an idea.
1: Yeah, finally brains, not brawn. He says. Mm-hmm. So what's Darkwing do?
0: Yeah, he gives the bee the the last uh, bottle of fertilizer.
1: Mm-hmm. And the yeah, bee just... shows up and chases the big daisy away. Yep. And, I like uh... I like when the daisy screams. All the petals fly off his face. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. um,
0: just so when you can... think,
1: yeah, go ahead, go
0: yeah, ahead. Yeah, I was going to just say then we kind of get like a kind of like a joke ending where. We don't know what's gonna happen to Darkwing. Did he shrink? Cause he's like saying now I just need this to wear off, but Gosling well, has a plan.
1: Well, we missed another boneheaded move by Dark uh, by um, Launchpad.
0: Oh, what did, what, what, what did we forget?
1: We all think you know it, it's over, but then Launchpad has a gigantic barrel of fertilizer on the. Sea oh star. yeah. <laughs> he jumps on it. It hits Darkwing right in the forehead, and he grows gigantic.
0: <laughs>
1: he grows so big that the camera, for a second the but his one of his buttons fills the entire screen and you can see the stitching on the button yeah um that's how big he is and like launchpad's like whoops i guess the view's good up there though it's like <laughs> launchpad has to be really stupid in this climax for any of this to actually happen and also we can't forget that uh bushroot gets to get away he gets to run away he's not mm-hmm. stopped or defeated yeah and he yeah, also
0: yeah. Spike left with him too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He he actually says to Spike, you know, at least I can depend on you. Mm-hmm. And they leave, they leave together. Luckily, we're gonna see Spike one more time. He's not he's not gone
0: for good. Yeah. But then uh you know Goslin has a plan to do with Darkwing. while he's still gigantic. You know she uh she turns him into like an amusement park slash freak show. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's a he's a um basically he's a skate park. His beak is a gigantic like uh skateboard park. Mhm. And um, Goslin gets in a yep 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 yep, just like her dad. Yeah. And um, she says next year we'll do ice skating. <laughs> so how long does she expect Darkwing to be this big? <laughs> yeah. Darkwing's last line, he goes, "It's a living," <laughs> just like the Flintstones. <laughs> it was always somebody says that. It's a living. He says that at the very end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's incredible bulk. We blew through this one super quick but i think it's just because it's not like i'm not gonna say it's not well written but it's like it's mostly visual you know and it, it's like just things happen some of it's funny some of it isn't but it's like it isn't very character driven so it doesn't give us much to talk about honestly
0: yeah next so mike week, uh, next week is going to though oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. hold on don't, don't jump the gun yet I will. <laughs> but uh how many gas gun canisters are you gonna give this episode
1: I'm going to be really fair to it. I'm going to mm-hmm. give it three canisters. Um, okay. I think visually it has some funny moments. I really don't want to be hard on any Bushroot episode. I think he's great. Um, and, you know, all everybody has a funny moment. Launchpad, Goslin, Honker. There's mm-hmm. some good stuff in this. I would never recommend it to someone starting out, and it's definitely middle tier, maybe even a bit lower. But three gas gun canisters I think is fair. How about you?
0: I, I'm gonna give it the same score. Three gas gun canisters. Um if somebody gave it two and a half, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Somebody went three and a half, I wouldn't see that wrong either. Uh but I personally ain't going past three. No. Um it it is decent. I literally why we talked about this episode, we didn't really criticize it, you know? No, no. So there's nothing really bad about it. Uh, the animation is not there's nothing horrible about it. Like it I think it's steady the whole way. There's a few things that kinda pop, but nothing spectacular. You know? Yeah. So I, I'm cool with this episode. Honker's funny in it. LP's funny. Spike, uh, Bushroot, Darkwing. It, it, they all got solid roles in this, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's definitely it's a fair episode in my opinion. It's like you said, it's right in the middle. It, you're not gonna complain when you watch it, but am I gonna watch it again anytime soon? Probably see, not.
1: See, <laughs> for me for me, Will, I can't separate it from the time frame in which I first watched it. When an mm-hmm. episode like this is surrounded by twitching channels, uh, Twin Beaks, the one we're doing next week, episodes like Dead Duck, all those great episodes airing at the same time, to me, just elevates this one just mm-hmm. because it's associated with them.
0: Oh, I, I can't, okay. And I
1: can't separate myself from when I first saw it. It's mm-hmm. like Again, it's surrounded by so many good episodes. It's better in comparison. It, it elevates it just by being there.
0: Okay. That's why so I So he's guilty by association. (laughs) Yeah, I guess in a way.
1: In a way. Yeah. Do you want to rate the daisies since they are a new villain?
0: Uh that's up to you. Your call. What do you want to do?
1: We can do it. Let's let's just let's just rate them collectively, all four of them. The big one and the three smaller ones. Okay. You start Uh, this time.
0: I I would go a two. You know they were kind of a threat. You know that he got beat up. It was a running gag. He got rematches. Like I, I was just, I was always saying round two, round three, round four. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool, but it's not something I want to see no. again. You know, I I'd rather see Spike to be honest with you, but uh, hey, I I could deal with it for one episode. It's not bad. It didn't hurt me. You know. You yeah. know I'm I'm gonna give him a two pretty much
1: for the same reason. I mean th- th- there's not much to these guys. Mm -hmm. um i like the designs again the faces these those surly faces they've got are funny i do like one scene we didn't mention when they're all driving in a pickup truck
0: oh yeah i forgot about that (laughs) and
1: they're sitting in the driver's seat drinking fertilizer like it's like it's alcohol Mm -hmm. like they're a bunch of drunk rednecks driving a pickup truck i love that (laughs) i can't believe we passed that without mentioning it so they're Mm. fun villains but you don't remember them when the episode's over. You don't want to see them again. Not like Spike. Oh, nah. <laughs> so, two. So, two. And they certainly okay. aren't as memorable as Posey, either. Oh, no. Nah. If, if we're talking Bushroot characters. So, yeah, yeah, two. That's Two is not terrible, but, you know.
0: Okay, so, Mike, let's go ahead and mention it. Now you can name drop. What episode we got next? Well, do you, do you miss Morgana? I miss her. <laughs> I do, too. Do you miss Megaduck? Yeah, we haven't we haven't mentioned either one of them for a while. When's the last time we mentioned Morgana? When's the last time we seen her?
1: Uh, Ghoul of My Dreams. Oh my God, that's when we had yeah. Jim Peterson on, right? Jim, but that was like the beginning of the pandemic.
0: Oh so <laughs> oh we're goodness. going
1: back a very <laughs> long time. Um, also we got Eek and Squeak and Archie coming back too. Um, back. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite episodes. Uh, yeah. we're going to be talking about my Valentine Ghoul.
0: Yeah, and uh, we got somebody who's gonna be rolling with us. That is her. I, is it her favorite episode? I no, think no, no, no. So.
1: It's one of her favorites. That's why yes. she wants to be on it.
0: But I, I, she loves Morgana just as much as I do. So should uh, we see who it is? Yeah, yeah. Because you know what, guys? She was highly demanded after she appeared on one episode. People were messaging me. I, I saw the comments. People loved her. Tiffany's oh, back. Yes, <laughs> Tiffany's
1: back. She was on Merchant of Menace a few Mm -hmm. months ago. So she is back for this episode. Um, This is an episode that um, it pops up on a lot of people's top 10 lists. I see it a lot. So this is going to be a fun one. We're going to have a good time talking about this one.
0: Mike, this is top 10 for me, man. Uh, It's It's, not top five, but it's in my top 10. I love this episode, dude.
1: I think outside of Fungus Among Us, I think this might might be my favorite Morgana episode. So this this it could be fun. Let's not talk more about it though. We have all, we, Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we have a whole episode to talk about it.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a
0: good one. All right. All right guys, so we talked about um the incredible bulk and we gave you a little preview of what we got coming for next week. Um the, the Let's Get Dangerous episode of DuckTales will have already aired, so we hope you guys enjoy that. We hope we enjoy it, man. You know, go join our uh, St. Canard Files uh, Darkwing Duck uh, podcast page and join our uh, St. Canard Files uh, group page as well. Mm-hmm. You guys are welcome. We uh, In the group page, you guys can post. We can discuss. We put an official thread up in there so you can talk spoilers all you want. Uh, if you post spoilers anywhere else on there, we're going to decline it, but go at it on that thread. Go for it. So everybody else can keep scrolling if they don't want spoilers. Um, of course, of that, course,
1: this is dropping two weeks after the episode airs. But, you know, not everybody may have seen it yet. Some people may not have any way to see it. So, yeah. you know, as a common courtesy, don't go spilling spoilers even two weeks out. You know, because you never know.
0: Yeah, you never know. I was late on a lot of this stuff. So, But uh, anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. And me and Mike will come back next week. And remember, stay dangerous. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.